This is JFM Podcast. For the five days of the general election, Nigerians accounting, Nigerians are waiting. And we're also going out there to get our PVCs. But while we wait, while we get our PVCs, while we get ready to go to the pools and vote in the people we think or we believe would lead us out of where we are to where we deserve to be, there's a lot of conversation in the country. There's a whole lot more we need to do to get educated. And beyond just the politics of the elections, there's governance too to look at. There are issues in the country that we need to dissect. And on Let's Talk, we bring many of the social political issues happening in the country and try to make them make sense to you. Try to explain them in the simplest of languages, as well as help you understand where we are and where we are going. Like I always say, this show's job is to educate and inform you so that going into every single conversation, whether it's political or social, you are working with the right information. My name is Emeka Umesi, and you're welcome to Let's Talk and J101. FM. Today is the 11th day of January 2023 and today the conversation will vary across different topics but basically we're staying on politics. We're starting obviously with the PDP rally that kicked off yesterday in Shandam and what the expectations are, the, the, the pictures and videos as well as audio from the rally show that it was a prosperous one but of course we know how Nigerian rallies work or how we used to work before how people that show up at rallies don't necessarily translate to voters at the polls. We'll be talking about that as well as the postponement, proposed postponement, postponement rather, of the elections by INEC. Um, INEC had come out this morning to confirm or to reassure Nigerians that the elections will not be postponed but there are fears amongst a lot of people. We'll also be talking about PVC collection and we want you to share your experience with us um, over the course of the weeks uh, leading to the election. We want to know what your experience has been like in collecting your PVCs. Has it been smooth? Has it been hectic for many people like they have complained about? What has it been like and what are you doing as a Nigerian to ensure that the politics in the country is less heated, that the persons in your environment, your friends, your family, your neighbors, your colleagues are educated enough to do the right thing? Like I always say, politics involves every single one of us, from the politicians to all the citizens and even to the people who work for the government. You're welcome again to Let's Talk. Before we dive into the crux of our conversation today, which is going to vary across different topics, but basically staying with politics, um, let's give you some of the headlines we are following today. And hey, you know how this works. On the other side of nine, the phone lines will be opened. You can call in and share your thoughts with us, as well as ask questions if you have any. The week has been interesting. We've been talking voter education, but today we'll segue from that and talk something more political party oriented as well as the polls centered. Anyways, um, before I talk too much, let me give you the news you're following at the hour. Stay with me.
Well, um, I will start off from the big headline I saw in the Vanguard newspaper this morning and has to do with elections. And this reassurance is coming from the federal government where they say, fear not, elections will hold. This is coming from the federal government. Well, you want to know who is saying this. The federal government assured Nigerians yesterday that general elections we hold as scheduled next month. Minister of Information and Culture, Alaji Lai Mohammed, gave the assurance at the 17th edition of President Muhammadu Buhari's scorecard series for, from 2015 to 2023 in Abuja. The minister's, assur- the minister's assurance came in the wake of the Independent National Electoral Commission. INEX alarmed that the 2023 polls could be postponed or cancelled. If the growing wave of election-related insecurity across the country was not checked, and the chairman of board of the Electoral Institute, CEI, INEC training arm, Professor Abdullahi Abduzuru, who represented INEC chairman, Professor Mahmoud Yakubu, at the validation of the election security training resources in Abuja, had said on Monday that if the insecurity is not cancelled, if the insecurity is not dealt with and monitored decisively, it could ultimately culminate in the cancellation and or postponement of elections insufficient constituents to hinder declaration of elections results and precipitate a constitutional crisis. Um, we are also following all the news in all the newspapers and one of the interesting one that we are following this are um, is the one that has to do with Peter Obi and saying that he is not running for election to fulfill Indigo's position or Indigo's term to be president. Anyway, so we don't delve into a lot of this. You can get de- more details of this from newspapers or go to our Facebook platform on Twitter and you see the news we are following out they are. Because of the um, because of the weight of our conversation this morning, I think it's best we dived into the conversation. Today with me, I have... Um, Mr. Hitler Pwajok, who's been here before, I'll let him introduce himself for very obvious reasons. But good morning. Good morning, America. Good morning, Plato. Good morning, listeners. Well, thank you for yet another privilege to be here to have this conversation with Plato people. Uh, as you rightly mentioned, my name is Hitler Pwajok. I am the DG Youth Atiku Mutfan campaign on the Plato. So I think that's a brief. Uh, that's that's the brief. That's yeah. a brief portfolio. Of course, uh, it's yes. probably like as long as um, seven page long. But uh, let's 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 leave the other things um, for thank later. Um, let's start off with the rally yesterday. Um, yes. There were videos and pictures. We of course we covered the event and the rally was good. The numbers were good. Um, the excitement from the people of Shandam showed that they were in support of your co- um, gov- gubernatorial candidate. Yes. But. The question I want to ask, we've, we've talked about this before, but to go a little deeper, from what you saw yesterday, yes. was it an indication of the hearts of people in the States? Or was it just another rally where people just show up because they have to show up? Well, um, once again, good morning, listeners, and Emeka, thank you. One of the cardinal things that uh, was considered a fair factor before the rally yesterday was that why Shandam, you know, and actually it's it happens to be the local government where the present uh, go- governor of Plateau State comes from. Yes. And one would wonder that if you are taking this 
to his yeah, domain. The turnout should be low. Yeah, the turnout should be low because yeah, he is the governor actually. But before the rally, we had gone round to feel the pulse of the people and get to hear what the views were, and we were shocked and marvelled. Uh, before the takeoff by eleven, we already knew that it would it was going we would have mammoth crowd in the event. Mm-hmm. Why? Because as as a people. We know where we're coming from. We know what our agenda had always been. And we know where we ought to have been and are not there yet. So if you talk Plateau, you cannot separate or isolate Shandam local government. They also are desirous of good governance. They also are desirous of the unity uh, uh, that bond us together as a people. They are also desirous of security and every other basic thing every Nigerian would be desirous of. And for that fact, they know that uh, their own son had not given them that. And to that extent, they came out in that number you saw yesterday to actually show their own protest to the inability to have a leadership from their own son. And it gave us the solidarity to actually take the mandate and actually fulfill what the plateau dream would be for the entire citizen of the state. So you would say that uh, it was we anticipated that crowd Mm-hmm. And as you know, we are from the opposition. We do not have money to flounder around or buy crowd. Uh, 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 that, uh, that question I was going to ask. Uh, yes, we do. Did the, 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 the PDP pay people to be at that? Rally? Not, not at can, all. Can you, can you, can you stay, say on authority that people were not paid to show up for a rally yesterday? People were not paid to show up. That was organic. We, we, we had mobilizations from various candidates of the party who mm. had to invite, the, who had to transport their supporters to the stadium. Mm. You know, some within the, in fact, 60% of the people there were from the, from the Shandam local government and they did that out of pure and platonic love for the party mm-hmm. and the desire to see a change that would actually that would benefit plateau citizens directly and that which would be that which is visible and that which is sustainable so i can tell you for a fact that you saw a crowd that genuinely on and their own volition came out to support the, the party that would do better for plateau all right um, i'm just to stay with the rally before we go into other um, other conversations um we, we've often seen rallies like this happen and then at the polls the results are a far cry from what we saw at the rallies yes. from your observation yesterday you've said you've gone around to feel the pulse of the people yes, yes. from the pulse of the people you felt from yesterday's rally will the turnout translate to election to um to to, to vote at the polls come march this year absolutely make up one of the indicators were the massive turnout of young people to actually go register during the registration, uh, uh, PVC registration last year. And you could see that that was born purely out of the desire to see something different, something new, uh, you know, being birthed in a Nigerian plateau state. So for a fact, one of the things we're pushing for as a campaign now is it's not, it doesn't end at getting registered mm-hmm. you have to go get the pvcs so what, what what's your party doing to help people or to encourage people to do to go get your pvcs yes we are doing a general uh, 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 during the rally yesterday yes. we have encouraged everyone who had registered last year to go get their pvcs that is the only card that can help you make the change that you desire and we have gone around through our via some of our platforms to ensure that we send this campaign across all the words 
across all the polling units for everyone to be conscientized on the need to get the PVC. And I can assure you that if the turnout in that crowd to go register, it is for the fact that they want to get the PVCs and make the difference. Contribute in what? Planning their own future and ensuring that people who do not deserve, deserve to be at the corridors of power don't get access to that. So one fact is, is, is there that the crowd you saw yesterday all know the importance of their PVC. Mm-hmm. And like I tell you, you can only change a government that does not go to your appeal through the PVC. They all know that for a fact, and they are ready to go get these PVCs. And I can tell you, there are people who, 60% of those people there already have their PVCs for a, for a fact. Because you hear discussions within, uh, among, the, among the crowd, everybody say, I am a PVC, it's intact, you know my PVC is this. And the younger people who just registered are being encouraged and admonished to go get their PVC. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, going to elections yesterday, um, the INEC chairman through, um, you know, part of one of his employees came out to say that the insecurity in the country might cause or might lead to postponement of the election. Yes. Um, some might, yeah, well, the, the, the conversation wasn't certain by postponement or a cancellation, but it seems as though, like, let me use the, the words we use in the streets, the election is not standing on its four feet. We are not sure whether or not the election will hold this year. Do you feel first in the states and then we'll go national? Do you feel first in Plateau states that INEC is ready? to conduct elections. Now, I asked this question for two reasons. First, there were issues in Kanke, in just south, in just north as well, um, of underage voting. The last, on Monday when the um, resident commissioner was here, he talked about hoodlums attacking INEC officials to get PVCs and steal PVCs from them. We've also seen different times in the states where people have been disenfranchised in getting their PVCs. In your opinion, is INEC in Plateau states ready to conduct election in February and March. Well, once again, Emeka, you have to look at the peculiarity of issues within states. Mm-hmm. And when you put side by side what is obtainable on the plateau and other states, one can say that INEC is fully prepared on the plateau. Mm-hmm. Considering con- situations like uh, burning down of INEC offices where we had experienced in other states and also attacking uh, attacks on uh, uh, INEC staff. Uh, where we also have seen in other states, you can say for a fact that Plateau uh, is is relatively calm and peaceful in that regard to uh, say for 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 fact that we are ready for the election and INEC is ready to go into the elections. However, like you've mentioned, we have seen that the active gladiators, some who know that the chances of them not getting victory in the 2023 elections uh, is not visible would make attempt you know to actually see if there will be lacunas to use and sabotage the process however god on our side as peaceful people and people who know what this election means to us i can guarantee you for a fact that wherever these issues are plateau we unanimously agree to ensure that we conduct ourselves in a manner that will allow this election come to bear that we would also observe the rule of law when it comes to every laid down laws by INEC to get us voting in the forthcoming election. Uh, one of the things you cannot rule out is, you mentioned just not, you mentioned just not, I, I think it's just not Wasi and Kanke 
and Kanam that have seen this uh, rise in the underage, underage voters. voters, and it has been or it has been arrested already. The issues have been brought to the public domain, and I neck for a fact that mentioned that they would sieve out those underage before the elections, and we're trusting them to do that because it is already. In the in the domain of uh, the public and the public opinion counts in this regard. So, if you talk about Plato, we are sure that we would be having our elections conducted mm-hmm. and results collated and announced, and the victors would be announced. And the also. victors will be announced. Yes, but if you talk about Nigeria as a whole, there are certain uncertainty in terms of security, mm-hmm. you know, and one would also not rule out those factors because they will end up playing out. But However, but but cut short, cut short. Now the a lot of people's um, push back on INEX proposed cancellation or postponement is that 2015 security situation was, if not the same, maybe worse in in certain places. Yeah. If it wasn't cancelled, then why cancel it now? Absolutely, I was about getting to that point before you took it off my my mind or my yes. mouth. You know, we had situations in 2015 where Boko Haram was. I, I, I can say at its peak, you know, bombing and other activities that would have deterred INEC from conducting elections in the northeast, uh, not uh, easiest. Yes. But we ended up having elections, we ended up having results collated, we ended up having results announced. announced true. And we ended up having candidates, uh, you know, yeah. announced as victors to those elections. And today they are manning different offices at this point in time and are still in, 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 in those offices. So one thing you have to know is what is the interest of the major actors, political actors or candidates mm. at this point in time? And what capacity do they have to influence INEC at this point in time. That is one of the factors you need to look into. Okay. If you have a, a, a strong actor who has influence within the INEC who can manipulate, if he can or she can manipulate, then you can now put into the consideration maybe a postponement. But from the body language of the INEC chairman as it is today, yes. I can say for a fact I see one who seemed to be frigid who seem to be more focused and determined in ensuring that the 2023 election holds regardless of, what of whatever. Is, is, and I, I wanted to ask this question. Is it possible that INEX security fears um, bellies the unreported insecurity in parts of the country? We've, we've heard stories of where certain reports have either been watered down to suit media biases where certain things that, have, that are happening in certain parts of the country have not been reported. Is INEC fears, are they, um, I, I won't say, are they star signals to tell us that insecurity is worse than we are being told by the government? Is it possible that they are private to certain information, pieces of information we are not, and they are saying, hey, the insecurity in the country is bad. Don't think what you see on the news is what is. Well, uh, I, I, I want to say for a fact that since Nigeria is part of the global uh, village, yes, one thing for a fact is information gets to you at instant, at an instant, okay. and where they happen, it gets to everybody via the social media, uh, you know, platforms. One of the things we cannot take out is yes, we have news filtering uh, 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 social media spaces to say one or two attacks have taken place in one or two places, but as we earlier mentioned it is not as bad as it were in 2015 where states who 
ordinarily wouldn't have participated in the election or words or local government who ordinarily wouldn't have participated in those elections were seen to have conducted elections. Mm. I can tell you that the security agencies have the capacity to tame the, the security situations in most of those flashpoints. It is for a fact, you know, if in 2019 where we had less of the security issues uh, on ground, the elections was militarized, you know, just to ensure that security is everywhere. I think they can do that in all those areas where we can predict security uh, uh, breach to ensure that they forestall law and order and ensure that INX staff are protected, the voters are protected, mm-hmm. elections are, uh, are being seen to, to take place and then uh, get people voting and then uh, results announced. So whatever it is, Nigeria understands that we already have a security situation that needs to be sorted out. But it is as important for us to know that voting for Nigerians in 2023 is a decider to a whole lot of things as it pertains or uh, involves the future of this country. Mm-hmm. So we cannot jeopardize the elections of 2023 for any uh, other reason. Alright, so we cannot jeopardize the elections for, of 2023 for any reason. Um, the phone lines will be open by 9.35 so you can call us and share your opinions or ask your questions of course if you don't know the numbers, these are the numbers. But the major one here is 90 Five five six 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 nine nine. Take that again. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Or you can call us on zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. We have with us uh, Mr. Hitler Pajok, his um DG of youth for the Atiku Muftwang. Um, what's the word again? Campaign council. Campaign council. Forgive me. So we are talking elections. We are talking postponement of elections, possible postponement of election, as well as the rally success yesterday in Shandam. I want to come to you. Okay. This morning in the newspapers, um, a PDP stalwart said Bivas was, is a way for us to go past election regain. Now, there has been a lot of applause from people who have said Bivas will take us steps further in our electioneering process, it will make it smoother, it will take off Regan. However, in certain quarters, in certain parts of the country where elections were conducted in Bivas, Oshun, Ekiti, and Anambra, there were reports of certain INEC officials, um, what's the word, doctoring the numbers of people that voted? There were talks of the beavers not working at certain points. There were also conversations and reports uh, that even at polling units, some people were not allowed to vote, while some people voted for other people. The region that we fear happened in some of these places. I want to get your reaction to beavers' ability to conduct a free and fair election this year. Given Nigeria's peculiarity, one, given the fact that now not just one state we have 36 states and the FCT voting. We also have um, more places that might seem that are not network friendly. So, do you think the Beavers is the solution that we've all been clamoring for to have a relatively free and fair election? Well, Emeka, I want you to know that we are not yet there, but we are getting there. Mm. So, as long as we 
uh, as, as, as Nigerians continue to exist, there will be attempt for us to see possibilities on how we can better the process for every Nigerian to have a voice, for every Nigerian to be seen to vote and his vote will be counted and, and results collated as the voting were done on uh, uh, at every polling unit. One of the things you have to know is we constantly will try to see if we can evolve from a bad situation to a better a one. Better one. Sure. And the beavers necessarily might not capture in totality, you know, factors that would actually impede a successful election. But it will attempt to reduce to a particular level some level of manipulation by any other person, either INEC official or political gladiators or, uh, or any other person. One of the things we are sure for a fact is that we are not where we were yesterday mm -hmm. we have moved a step forward sure. but there will be attempts by people who do not mean well who know that they are, they are the beneficiaries of the past irregularities in terms of electioneering processes and now that there is a system they do not understand they would want to know if they can understand it well and manipulate it to their own benefit however one will not rule out the fact that anything can happen in Nigeria mm -hmm. A whole lot of things have unimaginary things have happened in this country in the past seven years, sure. and it has been forced down the truth of Nigerians. So we are raising this awareness amongst voters, among the people, to know what actually these beavers is. How is it to the how is it beneficiary beneficial to the the, the, the process, the electionary process of uh, this country, and how best can they actually use it and protect their votes using the beavers? These are one, some of the orientations going around amongst uh, the people. The awareness being created for them to understand beaver as a machine. Yeah. And one would say that for INEC to have brought beavers today, we also have specialists who have understood the beavers, its workings, the challenges, and uh, maybe the advantages, you know. Yes. And for a fact, those things are not, have not been put to public domain to say this is the these are disadvantages of the beaver. Oh, there are some ways that outweighs the advantage. So, so let, let me you let know? me let me quote you here. Now, the, one of the disadvantage of beavers is its very weak cybersecurity, you know, algorithm. Yes. Um, if 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 of all of the advantages that beavers will have or beavers has, if we cannot put our money and say this thing is safe and cannot be hacked, does it really change anything? Emeka. Uh, uh, United States of America as a 2016 went to the polls. What were the accusations to Donald Trump? Russia interference. Russia interference. That's high technological hacking process. And for a country like Nigeria, where we are not even serious in building a system that actually would would be reliable, would be strong, would be impenetrable. One can say that we have left most of our system working porous to, to, to certain elements that ordinarily other countries wouldn't allow. In fact, even small countries like Rwanda would not allow, mm -hmm. you know. But it, there will be attempt. There will be attempt. You know, let me just use in passing that if, if the devil knew that Christ was Lord and God Almighty and yet he make attempt to, kill him. to tempt him, mm, tempt him, you know, that's the height of what people can do to ensure that a process ordinary that's supposed to be smooth, that's supposed to be for the people, is actually altered against or oh, for their personal interest. So the beavers 
and the country as a whole. We cannot guarantee the network even even till today. You cannot. We, we all claim yes. we are on four G. <laughs> no, we are yes five G now. Some some well, well, some companies have, have bought five G, so we have five G. America, there are things you put on paper that in reality are not there. So we're not even on 4G yet. We are not even on 4G. Go to countries, developed countries where you see 4G. You know that it's as fast as just a swipe. You know, but today you still have to go through some process. You do it. You have to stand on the tree. Yes, you do this between 3G and 4G. You Sometimes go to 2G. So you experience those things in the remotest parts of. So how 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 does Beaver solve those problems? Now that is where we brought. I, I brought the issue of specialists now actually to, to have examined this thing and have allowed it to be part of the electoral act that has been approved by the president. Mm. Already, if it went through this process, the CSOs now that is the civil societies organization have understood the beavers and would have seen that it would have the probability of having 80, 70, 80% success to have allowed it being incorporated in the electorate and be ascended by the president. Yes. So I can guarantee that it is it does not have much disadvantage mm -hmm. in terms of network. It would only have disadvantage in terms of people who know they cannot manipulate to also embark on vote buying, vote buying, which is what we are anticipating. All right. Um, uh, before we leave electioneering process, I wanted to ask you, this was a conversation I saw online and I thought it was an interesting perspective. And somebody said that one of the reasons, one of the things that could have worked possibly was to have Nigerians to vote electronically from the comfort of their homes. Mm -hmm. People have complained of how on election days businesses have to be closed, how much the country loses, how much Nigeria loses. And given Nigeria's very peculiar economic situation right now, our poverty index is, is at the highest we've seen in a very long time. Mm -hmm. Shutting business for a day would probably mean people would might not eat that day. Shutting business for a day might mean that some people might, for a week, not even have anything to feed on. In your opinion, does e-voting, voting from your phone, because we, many of us, if not all of us, a good number of us, 70% of us have BVN, 70% of us have NIN numbers. In your opinion, is e-voting a better solution to our voting issues? Or do you think that where we are right now is better because it helps us to go to the polls and vote and, you know, get a feel of the people. Because one of the problems that people have had in the past was going to the polls to vote was stressful. Oh, I can't stay there for long hours. So in your opinion, e-voting versus a present reality, which do you think is a better one? Uh, you know, one of the things you, you, you need to know about us is that if what you do participating physically can be manipulated, is it the one you sit behind the room uh, that will not be, you know, interfered with? For a country like Nigeria, you see the people queuing up, they go vote, results are being announced at polling unit before it gets to the world, it changes before it gets to, you mm -hmm. know. So the system has not, has not allowed, in fact, does not give reasons for Nigerians to trust the processes. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about electronic now, is it 
in Nigeria today where we have epileptic supply of light, where some communities spend a whole month because their transformer, uh, you know, is down and the power is not being supplied and they barely have generator to charge? Or is it that fuel is on the high side that they can even buy fuel to charge, to own the generator and charge their phones that you're talking about us voting through via the phones? Or is it that you have people who might have the phones and do not even know how to operate it in our remotest areas? Or is, we have a lot of challenges that would face that would be faced if we agree for an electronic vote. We are not there yet, Emeka. The, the 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 literacy level of the, the the voters is not yet there. We even have people that are literate but do not even know how to manipulate the phones till date. So if you talk about going electronically, we are not ready. It is not time for us to go there. Let's stick to the fiscal voting pattern as it is now. Mm. Because I can tell you for a fact, uh, those people who know how to manipulate electronic would do that and you'll be so shocked that even people who do not appear on ballot papers will be announced as voters. <laughs> uh, Alright, um, your phone lines will be open by 9.35, so we have three more minutes to have a conversation before you can join us. Um, 081-218-77777 or 90 Five five six 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 nine nine at numbers. You can also join the conversation on Facebook and on Twitter at GFM Jobs. We're having a conversation today with uh, Mr. Hitler Pajok. We're talking election nine process, IMAX preparedness for the election this year, as well as the rally that happened in Shandam yesterday. The PDP governorship rally that started yesterday in Shandam and its effects in the polls come March. Remember the elections for presidency is february 25th i want to you know say it to people out there because many people don't even know the days february 25th february 25th is the day for presidential elections let's stick with that um afterwards we'll talk about the governorship election which will happen in march but february 25th is the day for presidential elections and i want to encourage every single person out there listening to me right now if you haven't gotten your pvc please go out there to get your pvc i know that the process might be herculean for you i know that it's not easy to stay and stay for hours to get your pvc but please for the growth and betterment of the country we need to go through this train as it is right now to get our pvcs go out there and get your pvcs and when you do do not sell your vote for no amount whatsoever should you sell your vote um the economic situation of the country does not necessarily help us but i want you to know that whatever decisions we make this year we would have to live with for at least four years so when you are thinking of selling your vote for any amount at all you are given remember that that money might not last not might will not last you for four years so think about the next four years at least four years is what your vote selling will do to you will it make you better will you make will it make the country better will it make your community better or will it take you steps backwards so please my charge to every single one of you out there go get your pvcs and when you do do not sell your vote all right mr hitler one of the things that people have talked about especially when it comes to election in the country is political parties involvement in election violence people have talked about how not it's it's not news it's facts on record where politicians and political parties paid out to go and disrupt elections just recently some years back at the adjusted election we sought out comes for ballot snatching and the youth obviously never repel them your party stands on 
hoodlums as well as election violence and what is your party doing to ensure that this cycle of violence perpetrated by election by, by politicians and political parties mm-hmm. is stopped come this year's election okay um i think one of the things i, I remember a, a friend once told me was that when pdp was in government it was a liberal government and there was a brutal opposition that was the apc and when they got into power they were brutal in leadership and pdp was somewhat seen to be liberal in opposition you know very uh, you know light and levied about being opposition that's because pdp as a party stands on the ideology of respect for the rule of law and if you study us as people you understand that rancor has never been associated with us in terms of violence what we have seen in the last seven years it was you've seen an all-time high of toggery violence in elections because apc were brutally an opposition party that whose ideology was less and everything should be by force mm-hmm. they got into power and they have exhibited that through whatever means is it the judicial is it the legislative they have coerced and pushed power down the truth of nigerians regardless of what their views were so you can only do that when you exact force you're going to exact force when you have people that would you know be used to 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 ensure that the rights of the people are not being respected Mm -hmm. so for us as a party one of the cardinals that have worked for us is, and I've always said, that anyone, any youth who is a PDP member today, go through his personality. You will find out that he is one who, first, understands and values progress, mm-hmm. understands and values development, mm-hmm. understands and values what it means to uphold the rule of law. And if they cannot be bought for any penny and have maintained the position to stand and seek to change a government that do not have the interests of Nigerians today. I can tell you that that person or that young person is an upright youth. Mm-hmm. So for a fact, PDP can boast of having set of people who are civil, who would at every point in time conduct and comport themselves in a manner worthy of a law-abiding citizen. So we are only expecting the usuals, you know, from the APC, who would always do what they have to do. So you are saying you are saying that PDP will not. We will not involved in election violence. We will not. All right. We will not. That's um, a guarantee. All right. A guarantee here from Mr. Hitler Pajor. PDP will not be involved in election violence. So, so every single person out there wants us to be very vigilant, very alert to any form of violence at all i'm not saying you should go and fight because whoever comes with you know materials let me use that word that will harm you or hurt you you can't fight them with your bare hands but let's be alert let's ensure that this election this year is free and fair like i said yesterday and i'll keep saying it every single day here is that the election process doesn't just involve INEC and the politicians we're also part of it from security to education to free and fairness at the polls we are all involved so let us do our bit and be upright as a citizen so picking your calls this morning you can call us and share your thoughts or ask your questions hello good morning good morning Monica. good morning your name and where you're calling us from please Chukudi is coming from good morning. all right good morning Chukudi, your contribution please yes uh, i want to agree with you again the pdp as a party uh very very civil very very civil they respect the constitution and the rule of law 
um, and they also respect the people when they are in power. Yes, for that I know PDP for. Yes, they, they, they even to the point of congratulating governors when they win election, even while uh, uh, the incumbent is the PDP. Mm. They also the, the, president, the former president of um, Nigeria, Goodman Jonathan, also congratulated Buhari and opposition when he lost the election, even though the vote have not uh, finished counting. That is that is high level of um, uh, 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 civility, if you ask me, uh, when it comes to um, the ideology and what the PDP stands for. But if you see um, uh, any political party or politicians, they never win election through the ballot boxes. They disrespect the people, they disrespect the, uh, the, 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 the process of election. Why? Because they know how to manipulate their way. Uh, because if you know that it is the people, the same people you disrespect are going to still give you their vote to win the next election, you are not going to disrespect them. But having said that, I also want to align myself with, the, with that of your guest when you say that Nigeria is not really ready for um, uh, e-voting. Now, when you talk about e-voting, we are complaining generally about um, the issue of um, underage voting. If people are going to vote both on the, uh, 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 from the comfort of their, of their bedroom, you see that a lot of people are going to be manipulating that, that process because I don't know if, if Nigerian electoral uh, 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 empire has what it takes to be able to dictate people that are voting online and people that are also going to vote uh, uh, multiple times and how are they going to be accredited in the in the in this whole process? Mm -hmm. So if you ask me, we still have a long way, very very long way to go when it comes to e-voting. E but what Nigerians I believe we're going to keep on conversing and agitating for is the issue of e-transfer of election results, which we are not going to jettison. That I want to remind you, I want to remind Nigerians that we should insist, we should actually hold on to that the election results should be transferred, should be transferred from that particular point. It's kind of where the election, where, where the uh, results are counted. Yes, that is what the Nigerians, I think Nigerians are actually going to capitalize on right. and get that particular issue. All if right. it's going to be in the future, they're going to engage into the issue of an evil team. Thank you so much for much. calling. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much. My name is Ellis. I'm calling from Hoshi. All right, Ellis, please go on with your contribution. Thank you. I phone to commend the INEX staff distributing uh, voters' cards at Obasanjo Model School okay. by Nigel. The staff are very, very calm, okay. very, very fast, okay. respectful. Mm. If other centers giving out this PDC are working like the way I mean, the INEX staff working at Obasanjo Model School, mm. they will do perfectly well. Because uh, it is in the know that some people within just not are not giving the PVC rightly, that they look at names mm. and give few, I mean, uh, PVC waste people's time. So, some security government should. Uh, use some security staff like I saw in Obasanjo Model School to go around these uh, centers where PVC have been up. Hello, you there? Um, uh, please go on. Hello, are you there? Unfortunately, it's not there. Um, so before we continue to be your calls, I want to say thank you to the INEX staff, staff members at Obasanjo. Thank you so much for doing your job and doing it well. And oftentimes, we are always 
throwing stones and sticks as you, but you are doing an amazing job and somebody has confirmed it. So thank you so much for everybody out there collecting your PVCs. Please become uncivil in the process. Again, to the guys at Obasanjok, the INEX staff members, thank you for doing an awesome job. Hello, good morning. Hello, America. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Your name and where are you calling us from? Yes, this is Glamour Zana from Mekibu Street. All right, please go on with your contribution. <laughs> yes, I welcome your guest this morning. He has spoken so well. Thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you. Let me begin to say like this. You see, in this election, it's like uh, the INEC, uh, the, the organization are doing more of the, of the talking and enlightening the public by telling us what to know and what to do mm. than the INEC. There are things that INEC has not told us. In this Mechibi Street, as I'm talking to you right now, yes. they said they create many poly units. The poly unit they create, apart from the old one, we have not been lighted until some organization came. I want to thank uh, Building Bridges because they are enlightening us on many things that even the INET are now enlightening us. Mm. Because I am telling you now, we create more poly units in this material and from today, and we are not aware. Mm. So let, me, let them know bring confusion. I think they should do more calm down of what the community should do and the people and where there the more poly units so that we know our vote. Even though if, if not, if that come now, you see the INEX side will be running around and let you know their poly unit. All right. So that let you know that they create poly units, they are not aware. True. And some poly units they are in the bush. Mm. So All that right. you, you know enlighten them, then to go do more calm down so that you know. All right. Like then. some places like where they are giving them more calm down there. They are aware of their own. But we, some of us here, they are not aware. aware. All right then. Yes. Thank you so much. We'll do, we'll, we'll do well to, um, to educate you people more. I'll probably get INEC to also do some education. Thank you for that. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, America. Good morning, your name and where you are calling us from? My name is Agumo. I'm calling from Lanungo. All right, please go on with your contribution. Um, I want to just uh, say something about what the guest said in the studio concerning the security issues. Okay. <coughs> Well, if you look at it critically, from 2015, kind of maybe let's say from should I say December last year, November, that was when I started seeing like the insecurity in the northeast. Either they are underreported, as some newspaper will say, yes. or maybe they have kind of gone down a bit. But prior to then, you can't compare the insecurity of 2015 and what was going on in the country, mm. and by a large. If you go deep into analysis and checking the security based on the death of people that has occurred from 2015 okay. towards 2022, it's yes. kind of much more than what has been happening. Yes. So I don't think the security situation is better. We are just Nigerians and we are strong enough to carry on even in the hardest of times. Mm. Now I think the things have improved. Mm. Nothing has improved. So I don't think we... The situation has improved. Right. We are just we just we just adapted. To do this and yes, and we are determined that we are going to vote no matter what. So mm. there is nothing like improvement in security. All right then. Thank you so much for Thank calling. You. Thank you so much for calling. Hello. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Your name and where you are calling us from? Yes, my name is Maxwell from City Lawn Hotel in Joss. All right, Maxwell. Please go on with your contribution. 
Yes, uh, <coughs> concerning the fear in INEC yes. on the issue of insecurity, I think when we look at it, we should be very, I think we should uh, <coughs> not neglect what INEC is saying, but uh, we must also appreciate their effort because INEC has uh, produced timetables uh, at least uh, more than one year ahead yes. of uh, this election. Sure. And uh, it is expected that uh, the government or the security agencies did not make their effort to be back. True. Because, yes, just like uh, the old man will say, Tun Asubana Wali, meaning, in this, meaning they are rising here right from now for them to know that they should stand up. If they don't stand up, election, there is going to be problems. Mm. In 2015, there was insecurity, yes. even though it was shifted as a result of that insecurity. But election was conducted yes. in 2019. There was insecurity, but election was conducted. And now that INEC is rising here, I think the federal government and security agencies should stand up and make sure that this election should be conducted because electorates are anxious to cast their vote. All so right. we should be fair to INEC because INEC has done it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for calling. INEC has done their part. It's now led for the government and the security agencies to do their part to ensure that INEC's efforts are not in vain. Final call this morning before we go to Facebook to read your comments. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I'm okay, I guess good morning, Mama. Mama. Calling from and Please go on your contribution. Um, I, I, I agree with your guest that uh, we are not right for e-voting. But perhaps in other elections, not this one, now, any other election. Maybe we might be right for another. There's another modified type of voting where everybody will avoid, uh, there will be a, we are kept at a certain point, you know, and then we now press the button. That's another type. Then again, what I see, I think I next to try and do is to find a way of having all the elections on one day, you know, and that, that will help because that will, you know, stop all these uh, bandwagon effects and what have you. Mm. Then they're printing all that card, you know, that PVC is an issue. Yes. Let them go back to the bank. I've told them when I got them uh, on a CDC program, you know. I, they, uh, I mean, uh, I make uh, this thing, uh, uh, first it's okay. I said, let them go back to the drawing board. I'll find out a way of printing those cards in such a way that highest one wish, you know. You know, let them, it's doable. It's doable. It's, doable. it's all rocket science. Because that is what is causing the problem. You know, when you, you, you register somebody, the person will, will find you, you, you do a lot of stress to, to be registered. Then after that, you say, come back in three months, four months. Sometimes people even forget. You know, you know that, that's, a, that's a big issue. Mm. And eventually we finish the election, this particular one now. After six months, let them start continuous and do it immediately. And then within one week, everybody will be collecting, collecting. Then you will have all this backlog. Right. Then the, now that, that we have a limited time remaining, people should go out there. Then I make employ more hands, especially NYC. They should arrange that thing in alphabetical order. Where, where people are too many, it's not easy to bring out that bag. Everything is in one bag. They will search for something, something. It's stressful for even the INEC staff. Amen. Ogadima, thank you so much for calling. Unfortunately, we can't take any more of your calls. But right now, we're going over to Facebook to read your comments. On our Facebook platform is RJFMJOS. 
And um, the comment here on Facebook has it. Stanley Etsy says, this election at the federal level is between Labour Party and the APC. But at state level, it is going to be three horse races, but PDP might win. Suleiman Jibril says, I don't have much to say, but my prayers is that may Almighty Allah choose the right leaders for us who has this country in their heart come 2023. Dimas Bella says, PDP is the only option from top to bottom. Let's not be deceived, just like they misled and deceived us in 2015, that Buhari is the answer. If elections should not hold because of insecurity, how then can we fight the insecurity since this government has failed to do the needful? Election should be held no matter the insecurity because we need somebody that will fight the insecurity. Godwin Tule says, good morning, Emeka, and my guests in the house. As for me, I have in mind the election is going to be, is going to hold successfully. About PVC collection, I think they are really trying in that aspect. PDP campaign rally in Shandam, I think it is it was successful and peaceful rally. Obi is not an Igbo candidate, it's a Nigerian candidate. Thank you. Africa never dies. Is a son Obina says the guests will be well advised to think okay <laughs> on a lighter note. Um Say so well advice. Think about your first name. Um, Sankira Marcus says the turn of PDP campaign in Plateau State shows that PDP will take over from this failed APC government. But federal government, it is OB all the way for a better tomorrow. Kevin Lewis then Shark says I disagree with your guess that Nigeria isn't due for electronic elections using the Android phones. What kind of magic does BBN organizers do to make sure Nigerians vote online during their elections? You will be very amazed how a villager or an illiterate herder operates the Android phone. So that excuse is ridiculous. Cyprian Mafial says, good morning. Let's talk family. Good man, let's talk family. Forgive me. My concern this morning is the water board. We need water around Total Filling Station opposite Tyne Filling Station. Bukuru Expressway just south. So to anybody who works at the water board, the guys at Total Filling Station opposite Tyne filling station Bukuru, they need water. Please do the needful and give them water. Sunday Moses Evi Evi says in 2015, Boko Haram ISWAP had had taken over more than five local governments in the northeast and those, okay I don't quite understand in the northeast and those states conducted elections without any interruption or violence. But now that we have a credible and competent person in Peter Obi, who is projected to win 2023, the INEC are thinking of canceling the election. Okay. Inyam David says, for INEC to say that the elections will be postponed, that shows that something is fishy. In 2015, with the kind of insecurity, with that kind of insecurity, election still took place. For us, the electorates, let us try to do our civil, civic rights. Try and get your PVCs. It is very important. Um, last two comments here says, David Ayuba says, where is the just not INEC office? All right. Um, question. Uh, I, I, I'll probably give you answer to that in the next show. Um, toilet, toilet with the guys. Factors go and says, Good morning. The election should hold, please. We are ever ready. Our PVCs are much on ground to kick out the disastrous government. All right, unfortunately, we can't take any more of your calls and those are all the comments we have on our Facebook platform. But before we leave, um, Mr... Hitler, yeah. of course, they say you should change your name. That um, it's not, it's not, it's not a good name. Uh, um, in, in thirty seconds, yeah. elections this year, February and March. What are your projections? Of course, I know you would say the PDP will win all states, but in terms of INEC, in terms of voters' apathy or empathy, what are your projections for this election? 
Well, um, Emeka, let's let's put uh, experience over time to bear. You know, from 1999 to 2015, whole uh, Nigerians thought uh, we were not good for leadership. We have not done what is right and what is desirous for a progressive nation, you know. And they brought in a strange and alien uh, party to power. Now, seven years down, seven years plus down the line, Nigerians have seen a different party, what they can offer at best, and where we are as a nation. Mm. You can only but be proud that PDP did tremendously well in handling the affairs of this country. Is it in comparison to the APC? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because right. we never knew at all time high uh, poverty will be at this all time high, and uh, the insecurity also be at this all time. In fact, a lot of indicators and indices are in favor of PDP. All right. So, so, so say PDP man. So yeah. you don't expect him to say anything different. <laughs> My final words to everyone of you out there: Go get your PVCs and stay out of trouble and spread love. By ten o'clock, the news. <laughs> Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. Comes up.